the brakes, all of it gone. Tommy, that was that was talented, Mister Ripley. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Tommy, hi, hi, hey guys, welcome to We Bought a Mic, a pop culture podcast where we, we talk film, 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 and other pop culture Cinema. things, but only a movie review this week with a healthy dose of fun banter and careful critical analysis. I'm Ernest. I am just coming back from the big race, twenty-four hour straight, Hunter. Probably. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm Drew. Uh, I thought this movie was going to be about Lamont's class, like pregnancy class. Uh, and it turns out um, it was. Well, it gave birth to something else, which is my interest in cars, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to get on the tracks now. I'm quitting so the pod. Let's dive right into our review of Ford V or versus V. It's Ford V Ferrari, I'm, Batman V Superman. I, I'm gonna. I want to call it Ford versus Ferrari. Ford V Ferrari, Dawn of Justice. Um, it's the latest film from Mr. James mm-hmm. Mangold, and the the V stands for Vroom Vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to read my letterbox review. Uh, I was very proud of it. Oh boy, it's, I haven't uh, I haven't read it yet. It's a uh, okay rumor. Ooh, okay. That's it. That's oh. the review. <laughs> That's the, okay. it, let's check All back right. in a month and see if that <laughs> has aged like it's milk. It's going to pop off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mangled the Mang, the, the Jimmy Mang, uh, made his name with um, Girl Interrupted, Walk the Line, 310 to Yuma, Night and Day, uh, and then kind of blew up with Logan. Also, he did the Wolverine. But I think Logan was like the one that was like, oh shit, this guy. Yeah. Uh, that then that's when people realize like, oh man, he's been making good movies for a uh, for a little while now. Yeah, he's kind of one of those directors that just kind of never uh, becomes like a name name. Kind of like the guy who did, you know, uh, is it what is it, Peter Weller, the guy who did Truman Show and also like Dead Poets Society. He did all these incredible movies, but like no nobody one, knows his name. Yeah, because yeah. he also had stinkers in there. I mean, I don't want to call Night and Day a stinker, Ernie. I know that's your favorite movie. I do own a poster. Um, <laughs> I don't really remember the movie. I just know Tom Cruise is yeah. on a motorcycle. There always just was an old Night and Day poster in our old house yeah. together. And everyone was like, man, these guys love Night and Day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is the best Tom Cruise performance. Yeah. And we're like, listen, it's been relegated to the laundry room. That's just for art that we have. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... In comes this uh, this movie, Ford versus Ferrari, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, based on a true story. Um, I was very surprised to find out that neither of them play Ford or Ferrari. Yeah, another uh, thing is that uh, this movie is called Ford v. Ferrari, but maybe it should be called Ford v. Ford. Ooh. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what do you guys think, Drew? Um. This is a good movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like some, a lot of the emotional, you know, payoff worked for me. Uh, there, really, this is a movie that kind of reminds me of what people were saying about Gemini Man, where the only people who liked it are the people who, in the review, were like, you know, once you realize that this was written in like the '90s and you think of it as a '90s movie, it becomes a lot better. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know when this was written, but it feels like a throwback of a movie. Like it feels like like late 90s to early 2000s and that this, it doesn't have female characters yeah in that it has a lot of shots of a wife staring out a window <laughs> very like worriedly uh and like there's one scene where she stands up to her husband and that's like everyone claps because that's the definition of inclusion all right um thing is uh i enjoyed it on that basis still i enjoyed it thinking of it as a throwback movie it was like if i had if i had just turned on tnt like oh what's i you know i never caught this uh when it was in theaters and then like i watched this movie i'd be like yeah this is like a really straight down the middle good like older movie uh it has the same problems that older blockbusters have as well it has Mm -hmm. plenty of problems we can talk about but um I did enjoy it like you know I thought it for the most part it was well directed uh I 
love watching Matt Damon and Christian Bale act. Yeah. I think that they're good actors, if I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. <laughs> and they're kind of co-leads. Yep. Yeah. And, well, one problem that arose is we... <laughs> You know, the the movie splits off in large part into different groups, like acting as groups. And one of them is Christian Bale and Matt Damon. And then the other one is like John Bernthal, this this Bronson Pinchot knockoff guy. And then yeah, Josh Lucas. I, yeah. Josh Lucas. That that man, gonna, I have lots of thoughts on this, yeah. dude. That, that <laughs> man took Bronson Pinchot's lunch. <laughs> like he was like, oh, your whole deal. That's mine now. Now I'm that guy. Also, the guy that plays Henry Ford, um, he's Tracy Letts. Yeah, he's been in a ton yeah, of Tracy shit. Letts is great. I, I mean, Tracy really Letts. awful villain writing. Uh, that much is yeah. beyond true. Like every single antagonist is a horrible character in this movie. They're uh, not a character. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just transparently awful people who whose motives are really not the point. It's just that they're bad and we don't like them. Uh, that sucked like that really did because it would have been nice to the movie so much of the movie works even though the antagonist sucks so hard that it's like damn what if they were good mm-hmm. like this would be an awesome movie um, but yeah I mean Hunter yeah yeah um, I, I won't, this movie disappointed me just a little bit mostly just because I'm a big fan of James Mangold and especially coming off of Logan which is so great. Yeah. He has been I mean Mangold has been hyping up this movie for years. Like pretty much while Logan was he was doing the whole press tour for that he was like, "Yeah, but just wait till my next project." Like that's really going to get people. <laughs> and so I was really excited for it. The trailers I thought were pretty good. Um there is a little bit of a problem uh in that there are some moments in this movie where Christian Bale just kind of steals the scenes away from Matt Damon. Really? Um, I, I love Damon, though. I, I think that Damon's great. I mean, this goes to uh, another thing thought that I have about Damon is that Damon is best whenever he's, like, part of a group, part of a duo. Mm-hmm. Whenever you just have solo Damon, it's not – he's not working at 100%, where mm-hmm. whenever he has somebody else to work off of, especially somebody who's doing something crazy, like, that – brings out the best of Damon as this very like straight man. Yeah. Um I did I still really like this movie. Um there are a lot of inherent problems to it. Uh I think that some of the f- uh racing choreography is absolutely gripping. Yeah. Um it Thrilling. is the last I mean, it, spoilers for this movie, but they keep saying that they're going to race at Le Mans. So, spoilers, they do race at Le Mans. And it's like a 50... It's so long. It's like the last act of the movie, the last, like, 40 minutes of the movie... It's a 24-hour race. ...is just the race itself. Yeah. Uh, and it is... I've never awesome. seen a racing movie that shot the way that this is. From the POV perspective of the drivers while this is happening, you feel like you are suffocated in this car. You feel kind of exhausted by the end of it because mm. it's so long. It's a long movie, too. It is it is a long movie. It <laughs> it's a little too long, I think. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. It, it, see, it didn't, it didn't drag super long for me because there are a couple of key gripping sequences, and I think that... Especially the last race, it's intentional that it is that long. You're supposed to feel exhausted by the end of it, a lot like the uh, the drivers themselves. Um, this guy, Josh Lucas. We'll get to him in spoilers. Okay, he is he is truly horrendous. Um, I liked seeing John Barenthal. Love that guy. So Love seeing him in every thing. I, I yeah, I actually like ended up loving I, his character, and I wish that he was fully relegated. Like the last hour, hour and a half of the movie, he was yeah. essentially doing nothing, and I was like, no, give me more of this. Like he is great I, in everything. Like he is always. It's always a delight to see that guy. Even in like something like where he's a smaller bit part, like in yeah. something like Baby Driver, like I just love him. Like sweet John Barry. There's, like, there's, we just hang there's out in a room some shots him. in this movie where it's just like a little aside of him, like making a face. Yes, that's what. Um, that, well, that's the whole end of the movie. Is uh, what's his name just eats his lunch? Fucking Lucas, whatever. What's Josh his name? Lucas? Lucas Hedges takes his Leo, whole fucking thing. Leo BB. So yeah, so once <laughs> once that dude is in the, in the cut, John Bernthal is just uh, there to react to him and then to Christian Bale and like nod at one and shake his head at the other not to spoil anything I won't tell you who who's who there but, yeah, but I, it, oh, those, those also, little shots are like perfect also side point um I don't know if you guys know who who Lee Iacocca is uh the character that uh John Barenthal played but good luck for Lee Iacocca because he's like this fat frog looking <laughs> white dude and John Barenthal is fucking jacked Chiseled. he's still coming off of his Punisher body yeah. like he is just 
in the fucking zone. So good luck for that guy. Mm. All right. Uh, I kind of love this movie, but it is so flawed that if you poke any holes in it and completely falls apart. Yeah, but it, it's a movie that you just have to enjoy yeah, on just a very f- surface level. This is a movie just born to be a really good cable movie. Yeah, like, yeah, truly, very, but very rewatchable. in the theater. Well, it, yeah, it, it is roaringly good yeah. with how the the sound just pulls you in in these racing sequences. Um, I thought Matt Damon was fantastic. I love the guy. I honestly think that he's kind of in his sweet spot here, just like. Very down the middle guy doing a, a thing. He should be uh, Southern more. He he has a beautiful Southern accent. Yeah, like I, his voice is just it sounds right, I, which is I, rare. I almost like I know Christian Bale is the better actor, but I kind of prefer Damon a little more here, uh, just because I know Bale is capable of true greatness. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, like, obviously, Christian Bale is fantastic, but it's like we've seen him be, like, transcendent. Uh, so, you know, not to take anything away from Bale's work, because I, I think he is he yeah. is great it's, here, too. Yeah, it's another physical performance. He lost a lot of weight. Uh, well, yeah, the way he, like, shapes his face. Yeah, he, like, yeah. He, like, his very intense. mouth. sticks his chin out I mean, weirdly. And... He's trying to make himself look even a little bit as hideous as the real guy is. Um, also, <laughs> think about He played Dick Cheney less than 12 months ago. Nuts. They, which I do, a little bit of sad news about Christian Bale is that his doctors have told him that he can no longer do this to good. his body. Uh, which is good because he went from Batman to like scrawny dude to fat dick cheney back to this like well, really also, uh, like, american hustle he had a huge belly yeah he keeps going back and forth in these roles and now he's like this like leathery skin uh like i don't even know how he got his jaw to do that where mm-hmm. his face looks so slender like i know there's a little bit of probably some editing magic in there but also like i know that he is willing to just do whatever it takes to take over a role yeah he's very good he um this is i mean the closest we've ever heard to his actual voice in any of his bigger movies he is a british man which uh surprises a lot of people like i've found out through this (laughs) press tour apparently like no one knew because he always is uh usually a great actor he has a good accent and i i think um you know the their their dynamic in this movie, I think, really really works. Like they they needed to cast two guys who would be lived in their own separate characters. Yeah, very and, different, and who would, you know, come together but also clash in different ways. I think they they really nailed it there. I also think that uh, they're in love and that they should have made out mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, and I was really yeah. Hoping. Fuck you, Molly. Get out of the picture. Yeah. yeah so synopsis wise, uh, yeah, these are real guys. Uh, Bale is a guy named Ken Miles who was a you know a scrappy race car driver who turned into an unlikely hero. Blah blah blah. And then Damon is uh, Carol Shelby of like the Ford Shelby. of yeah. Ford Shelby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, the probably the most shocking. Uh, shockingly American char- you're like you're telling me there are two uh, main characters in this one's Ken Miles the other's Carol Shelby and the American is Carol Shelby <laughs> and the British Ken Miles. Oh, Ken Miles that was blowing my mind yeah. another thing that I thought was kind of funny is I don't I don't know where Bale is from and if this is his dialect or if this is like Ken Miles's dialect because I'm sure he did plenty of research. But w- the dialect he chose is like he's from the exact same like village that John Oliver's family is from. <laughs> he's enunciating identical to John. It was kind of like taking me out of it almost a little. I was like, what the fuck is Oliver doing yeah. in here? I was expecting him to be like, you go, Ken Miles, you go. And like, <laughs> you know, do a hashtag and something like that. In terms of the uh, the the filmmaking again the the racing sequences are just stellar exhilarating exhilarating and thrilling um I, I guess we'll wait until spoilers to kind of talk about the specific ones and which which specific sequences i thought were mm-hmm. the standout ones uh the pacing i thought was a little inconsistent uh, the movie the movie moves quick, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I loved how quick it went, just because we're zipping around from thing to thing, and we got to cover a lot of ground in this story. But there were a lot of moments where I was like, "Hold on a second, like let's slow down and let some of these moments breathe." And 
I also felt kind of confused with the passage of time in certain places. There's one moment in particular that I can kind of give away where they're talking about the actual car that they're working on, that they're building. And in one scene, they're talking about how they're working on the car. And two seconds later in the next scene, boom, the car's right there. It's so cold. I was going to, I was actually going to bring that up for a major fault that I had with the movie is that I feel like this movie was missing a little bit of like some process that I wanted to see. Like, even if it's just like a montage or something, give me a little bit of like the struggle of like trying to figure out. I mean, they at one point they have a problem with the brakes so they figure out like okay during the middle of this 24-hour set we are going to take off the brakes and put on a new set yeah. of brakes and you see a dude sketching brakes and then it they just, they just fix it by yeah the time but it's there and I, think, I wanted more of i think the mangled process. mangled was less concerned with the process and more about like these two characters yeah. and how the as people they're affected by this work and not the work itself and uh on that point i i think they could have done a little bit more for matt damon's character to really get underneath the the hood of that one under the hood of that one <laughs> uh i think they do it way better with uh christian bale mm-hmm. there's a lot more there and really the the soul of the movie is ken miles and i think that that's thematically what works i like i said before i i think that this movie is very flawed and you can poke a lot a lot of holes in it into what it's actually trying to say and what it's trying to be about but i think that when you look at christian bale's character that's where you have a real emotional arc yes um and i i honestly find that surprising like there's a moment towards the end of the movie that it got me a little teary-eyed oh yeah and I, i was like wow i i didn't really expect that because this is a long movie, uh, like 2.20, I think, and that moment happens like right towards the end, and for much of this movie, I was just kind of sitting there being like, I'm having a great time, but is this really about anything? Is this really trying to say anything? And then it all kind of culminates, and it all starts to sort of make sense thematically in the end there. And yeah. I thought the movie did a pretty solid job. Yeah, I mean, that's why I that's why I say that Christian Bale stole some of the scenes just because his character actually did have some real emotional resonance to him. And I mean, he actually does have a family where Carol Shelby is just kind of this guy who's just like, well, I'm with Shelby Motors. And yeah. This is my job. So his and, family, we should talk about, though, uh, really just like stock family. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> well, and that's why I was gonna, it is surprising because there is like a gut punch scene. It almost acts as like a one two punch between an event that happens right before it. But we'll save that for spoilers. Um but I did want to say a couple of stray notes from reading various interviews and stuff with James Mangold. Uh, one thing that he said that I found really interesting was that whenever making this movie, his process was that he wanted to make Saving Private Ryan in reverse. Mm-hmm. Which, it, it like, the way that it's kind of, like, set up a journey kind of a thing to get to one long battle that's, like, 50 minutes long. Okay. A little bit of that. And I was like, okay, yeah. I can see that. And another thing that I kind of thought that it was just uh, press tour yada yadaing, but uh, both Christian Bale and Matt Damon are going for best actor. They're not going to try and have one of them go for supporting. Man. And it makes sense. Yeah. And I could see both of them getting nominated for this they role. They won't win, though. They're going to split the vote. They won't win, but I could see them both getting nominated. They're both real good. And Maybe honestly, that's wishful thinking for me because I have it in the, Oscar, in the well, movie wager. But. The other thing is, uh, best picture, obviously it really matters who wins that because that's what you hear about, who won best picture. But uh, all like the acting noms, getting nominated is like a massive yeah. that's mm. well, big press the, for the actor and the movie. It's a <laughs> super competitive field. You yeah. know? Um, and uh, you're being singled out as the... Yeah, Person. like that in itself is the win almost for them to get two nominations. Mm. Um, the other huge uh, note on this movie is it's a very clear metaphor for making a film. Yeah, um, like really, like like almost explicitly out there, but not quite. Yeah, well, the it, process it, having people kind of meddle with your. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, away from film, you, but an artistic right yeah trying to trying to create art in a commercial world which is this is you know funny that (laughs) because this is a you know a commercial movie but 
Um, I mean, we have two. Especially when you consider that this is the first major Fox movie post uh, the Disney merger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, we do. You know, we have our two artists who are they are concerned with making you know the explicit goal of what you say art is making good art. What you say car is making good car. Mm-hmm. You know, making the car go as fast as possible and win. And then you have. Uh, the two, you know, ad men who are playing the producers in this, you know, in this case. And we have one really bad producer who only cares about the studio yeah. being Ford. Josh Lucas is script note, Mr. Script Notes man. Yeah, exactly. And then we have one John Bernthal who is the producer who understands that sometimes you need to let your artist cook. Um, which I'm sure Mangold and everyone involved with this movie has dealt with plenty of both of these characters. Um, I should have said studio notes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Script notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I, I really did enjoy the movie in the moment. I do think it was too long. I do think there were plenty of really generic things about it. Uh, this wife character didn't get uh, enough meat on the bone. You know so what I the, mean? So the actress's name is Kai, Kai Triona, Triona Balf. Um, and I think she does a good job. I think the character is horribly underwritten. Yeah, but she's putting in good work with uh, like nothing. The the son actor, I can take him or leave him. To be honest with yeah. you, the lady next to me, uh, not directly next to me, but like down the row, because um, the row is kind of empty. She checked the fuck out when Christian Bale was talking to his son. Like she started pulling out her phone and just yeah. scrolling around aimlessly. It I'm like, just, lady. It, those are the scenes that seem uh, very obligatory. Like, we need to establish this is a good man. We need to give him a soul, like a big soul, big heart, because he's such a, you know, he's a grating personality. Uh, you know, also, if we're going to introduce a wife, we can't just give her no screen time. So we'll write a few scenes in there where she does some things. Uh, but it was just, it was really lopsided. Like, yeah. there was not a lot of time put into writing those scenes. And But they serve a purpose. and I And I think that... So much of this movie, you can see the seams, you know, you can, and maybe this is because we watch so many movies and we can kind of understand where these necessary pieces have to be placed for the whole thing to work. But there's so many aspects to this movie and even specific lines of dialogue (laughs) that are just like really awesome obvious yeah, setups like out of the yeah, handbook I, especially yeah. well now that is one thing where i'll save it until we get to spoilers talk specifically about it where it almost i already didn't like those scenes and then seeing how the movie as a whole plays out i kind of like them even less now <laughs> like i it just that all of those scenes just don't really work for me at all that family dynamic i i i it's saved because Christian Bale is that good of an actor, yeah. but I think the script writing is kind of unforgivable in some of those scenes. So it's it's written by um, but the Butter Butterworths, uh, <laughs> Jez Jez and John Henry Butterworth. What else? What else have they done? Um, Edge oh, of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. They did some stuff on Edge of Tomorrow. Black Mass Spectre. Uh, not not too much. Not too much. Yeah. I, I mean, Edge of Tomorrow kind of had a lot of passes to it. I think McQuarrie ended up with the yep. big uh, the big credit on, on that one. Um, I have some other points on the movie before we move to spoilers. Um, I, the only other big thing I wanted to talk about is like the actual design of the cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of CGI in this movie, but it's it's very expertly sort of hidden with practical effects. And the design of these cars, these 1960s sports cars, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I'm not a car guy, but like I want to be now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is a it's a good movie. I wonder how like car guys are going to react to this movie. Yeah. I want to be, be like, a that's boomer. That's not accurate. But I I mean it did it worked it worked for me really. I think that that is. I mean, as great as the acting is and everything else, I think that this the MVP of the movie is James Mangold and his direction. Mm. Yeah, and again, the the racing sequences, like there are just some moments that it's just jaw dropping to see it, to see it all sort of flourish together. The the camera movement, the sound design, even the inserts inside the car of these actors, I think it all works in these sequences, like. If you're on the fence about whether or not you should see this movie in the theater, 
it's worth it just for those sequences. Yeah. The trade-off here is that it's a little too long. So I I don't know if like there's enough uh else in the not racing scenes to kind of sell you on it. This is like the perfect I, as soon as I saw this movie I texted my dad and I was like you will love this I, movie. I yeah, I was going to say I had the same thing. I I recommended this movie. It's a very much a dad yeah. kind of a movie. And I will say another good thing about this is this is like as good as a wholesome Americana middle America movie as are made when you think about green book one best picture last year that was like scratching a very similar itch to this of just like this wholesome old school america like this is what america used to be and we need to get back to this and it does scratch that same itch and this does it yeah it, effectively it, well, green well this does it without offending anyone well, yeah that well there's yeah there's the if whole they don't, political here's the thing. thing they don't even try to have black people in this movie so <laughs> they can't offend anyone well Yikes. Yeah, uh right. listen as an italian <laughs> i was fucking pissed, yeah, was pissed. <laughs> no one eats a single big spicy meatball in the whole film no, no one folds a whole entire pizza in half. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is, this movie is very much a balance of the corny movie shit that we love and then some of the corny movie shit that is bad. You know, like I'm sick of watching wives stare out windows and be worried, yeah. but I'm honestly not sick of a good speech winning and everybody over, even mm-hmm. though it's not like a thing that happens in daily life. Like someone just giving a rousing monologue that, yeah. we, that turns the room. That's, that's we, a great movie. A that, there's an incredible Matt Damon moment with with. Henry Ford, if that's the scene that you're talking about. Yeah, well, there's that. Even Bernthal has. There are like five in this Yeah, there's a few of them, and they work really well. Another uh, quick little side note before we move to uh, spoilers is that, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Something Ferrari. The guy Ferrari himself. Um, It's kind of misleading calling it Ford v. Ferrari because... Ferrari's kind of a good dude, other than, like, insulting Ford a little bit and telling him that he's, like, a fat dude who, like, uses machines to make his cars, which are all accurate things. Yeah. He's not really a bad guy. Like, he, I mean, he's a guy who ha- has people hand make all of his cars, and he really yeah. cares about his craft. If anything, that's the true artist. And that's kind of, they kind of frame him to be the bad guy, and I was just like, I mean, he's kind of, like, doing things. That, he's going with quality over quantity yeah. well, they here. Could, I mean, they couldn't call it Ford versus Ford, you know? The back then it was literally known well, as the Ford versus Ferrari race. In like, yeah. in the UK, it's being released as Le Mans, but apparently mm. they couldn't release it as Le Mans in America because they didn't think enough people would know what that is. They'd be like, "What is this like sh- like fucking foreign movie?" Well, Americans love competition, so you got to yeah. put someone against somebody. You have to else. put American against a non-American. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, all the I'd Italian t- scenes love to see it. Love to see all the oh, mamma mia, yeah. really pissed <laughs> off Italians. I'm offended. <laughs> All right, I think uh, we can move to spoilers now. So uh, check it out if you're if you're into this sort of thing. I it's the, doing pretty good business. It's got a uh, thirty one and a half mil. Yeah, uh, domestic solid. worldwide. It's up to fifty six mil on what's its our, first What's weekend. our budget? Do you have that? Uh, probably a hundred. That would be my guess. Uh, yeah, r- right quick. under a hundred. Yeah, ninety ninety something. Ninety seven. Okay. So yeah. Uh, yeah. The only other thing I was gonna say is we talk a lot about how like this type of movie just doesn't get made anymore. Mm -hmm. And to see this, you know, from a big studio with movie stars in it, I, I think it's great. You know, we don't need every movie to be this big artsy thing like that. We can have the straight down the middle, like, okay. movies. Well, that's why if we're, you know, if we're playing a surgeon on the movie, like maybe just really don't deal with the family. If you're not going to really you know, let them shine because yeah. the reality is probably like it's more like first man where like, no, you're fully neglecting your family if you're really going all in on this. Like <laughs> it's one thing that I like about first man is at least they, yeah. they like it. They pull the whiplash on it where they're like, we're not even going to try. Right. We're just right. going to. All right. Final warning. We're talking spoilers for Ford versus Ferrari right now. Spoilers for real life. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one knows what the fuck happened back then. Yeah, no. Who the fuck was, knows that? I was honestly surprised. I, had, I by did not know. I, I didn't know. I mean, Ford wins. Um, well, that okay. So let's let's just go right to the ending because obviously we knew that Ford would win the race because, but know, there wouldn't be a they movie. They don't. 
They, well, they, they, Ford wins, but they, our hero doesn't. Yeah. No, there wouldn't be a movie. Ford wins, but that. Ford doesn't. Yeah, but the whole thing with Miles not getting first place, I was so confused, and I, I don't think they did a good job explaining. Like, no, they didn't. Um, the semantics I, of the rules. Yeah, I got it, but it was just because of experience with other sports that I got it. Like, I was like, this is not. There could be a lot more clear. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get. Yeah, exactly. You get it because you've seen like Rocky and other movies where it's like they come so close to winning, but they they don't win, but they well, do win. I mean, because they learn their lessons. Yeah, thematically, <laughs> it makes perfect sense, and and I I think. It, it worked thematically but like specifically the rules of the race i don't think were explained clearly enough yes and exactly and yeah so now we can talk about like the big moment where he he slows down um he's Ch- singing the <laughs> h-a-p-p-y yeah. all that and he he decides to be a team player and like i feel like that moment was so perfectly set up that it really emotionally hit me and it surprised me that it mm-hmm. did because I didn't think this was the kind of movie that would do this and up until that point it wasn't really resonating with me on an emotional level at all yeah and then it snuck up on me that this man had a real arc and that the guy that we were introduced to at the beginning of the movie this arrogant sort of self-centered egotistical guy is learning to take one for the for the team yeah, and, and um, kind of knock himself down a peg. I, I fully agree with that, actually. That moment, I thought, was... I mean, it was beautifully directed. Uh, it was one of those movie moments when, like, it's what I always... You know, whenever I'm being very annoying and I define my definition of transcendence, where it's like, what is he doing? They, were, they, they gave you probably 10 seconds of wondering, like, what's the move here? Like, yeah. Because you know, you're ready for him to fucking well, speed yeah. to the finish. And also, you're like, is what is he, like, about to pass out? Like, is he... <laughs> you know, his face is very well, ambiguous especially for a minute. It, it, I think that why that worked for me is because the movie begins with Shelby crossing the finish line. And he's, like, having, like, an anxiety attack, like, mm, as he's about yeah. to get to the finish line. He's oh, yeah. racing so I did, into, like, a black void. I did kind of think that that was, that was the vibe that yeah, I was getting. Exactly. So there's... Yeah, there was, like, a good, I'd say, like, 30 seconds of true... Uh, not confusion because you know what you're seeing, but you don't know what it means yet. And I love those scenes in movies. Uh, another classic movie thing that you just love to see is a guy just munching pills straight out of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no water. That's like every every who does this. Have you met Nobody someone did. who does this? That's insane. A fucking serial killer does yeah. that. That's who does that. Um, but anyway, we also do need to balance this great moment by talking about Josh Lucas. I was about to say, because that was one thing that undercut this moment. Insanity. Was uh, he gets there, he doesn't actually win because tiebreaker stuff. And then you see Josh Lucas sneering in the background. One um, of the worst characters ever. It's Dude, he so is bad. so bad. Like, I can't believe that they had somebody who is this like criminally just yeah. terribly written like this is yeah. one of the worst yeah i don't want to blame char- josh this is one of the worst written characters that i've seen in like a major movie that i, I, I liked in a long time i don't even think he's that good of an actor no i well i don't know is what i'm saying but like there's no actor that makes that good um he was in uh this movie's uh Big Christian movie event of the year breakthrough. Oh, good. So he's bad. Um, <laughs> hey, he's also remember, in American Psycho. So he remember he his, um, reunion in this yeah. movie. Uh, stealth <laughs> with Jessica Beale. I mean, he he's that? been around. Yikes. He's never gonna play like uh, you know, a great dude. I don't think because of his look, but he is just irredeemably slimy, and his only motives are bad. And also, it was just a big like kind of m- movie MacGuffin thing. That, like, toward the end of the race, he's like, hey, Mr. Ford, wouldn't it be cool if we slowed down? Yeah. Like, that, even if that was the plan in reality, they didn't decide that, like, right before the race ends. Like, that they went into the whole thing with the plan to do that. I mean, there's, there is, silliness. There is a, this character is just a problem because he is, he only exists to create problems. Like, the movie needs. Yeah. Some sort of antagonist. He's like the fuck in just, Star is Born. Is this the like, producer? He's yeah, the same guy. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between well, these I mean, characters? I think that this is a worse written character than the guy well, in Star is Born because he actually has, like, he plays a, a major role he's and in, he has a lot of lines. Yes, that's the thing. Just I take him out of the if, movie if he's like, going to be so hollow. How much does this guy suck in real life, Leo BB? Because, like, <laughs> 
even if he's dead, the estate still has to sign on to say, like, yeah. it's okay for this version of my father to be played in this role. Yeah. How much does this guy suck that, like, they're like, yeah, we're going to make you, like, irredeemably oh, yeah. bad well, and everyone will hate you. Also, uh, Henry Ford Jr. is just awful, like, in this movie. He's a stinky, gross, fat old I, man. I think in a lot of scenes it works, though. I think the performance is good. Well, and it's I've, definitely better than this, you know, he, fucking idiot. I mean, he does kind of, like, Ford is the bad guy in this movie. Like, yeah. Like they represent capitalism, yeah, a, and like also especially good. the first half of the movie. His character is truly like, like it's just like this other guy. It's one of the worst villains. It's all I've dick ever swinging, seen. and no, yeah, it's it, all just him yelling and crossing his arms, being like, "I'm listening," you know, like true. <laughs> um, it's just like, are we still at this point in cinema? Yeah, like have we not moved I like, on? I think Tracy Letts is a great actor no, too. So that like, that he, makes me chalk up more of it to writing. It's than bad writing. Acting. It was I, poorly written. I will say, I think. The best scene in the movie is when Matt Damon takes him on the ride in the yeah, in the cries. Cobra. That he I he pees his pants. I loved that because like everyone in the theater was laughing so hard, but it wasn't just like this humorous moment. I mean, it was, but it was it also, was also a, like uh, tragic and and kind of endearing. Well, it, and it, more than anything, it was it it was one of those like big time movie plans that the lead comes up with that obviously no one would do that in real life. Like lock the guy in the yeah. room and then sprint out and be like, if I take him on the perfect ride, he's gonna side with me and we'll yeah. start Ken in the race. Like obviously that's all insane and dumb, but like it works so well because uh, movies like like this need to have some certain insane dumb yeah. things that work. I mean that's another one of my favorite scenes with that same dynamic is what we were talking about before where Matt Damon gives the monologue in the room and convinces Ford. Yeah. Like that's just that is a sec great Damon a, moment. It's a great yeah, Damon Damon's moment good, and that's man. a really well written moment. That's one thing that almost like infuriates me about this movie is that there's all these seedlings for this to be like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And it never quite like they're masterful moments in the movie but it never as a whole reaches yeah, maybe that. maybe the script just needed a big big pass where you strip out a lot of the i mean you would have to really go in on I, you'd have to take <laughs> out you'd have to take out the wife I think you take out the wife. I think that you take out the Leo character and you just put some of his negative affectations onto Ford himself. Okay. I think that that fixes and just make Ford yeah. more yeah. the problem. Yeah. Instead of why, having why you two? don't need yeah you don't need two bad guys at Ford. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And then it because also I think that one of the reasons why it works more for Ford is because Ford is like. For him, it more comes off as like arrogant braggadocia. Who's just like willing to pay whatever it costs for victory? Where this other guy has no real reason to hate uh, Christian Bale aside from the fact that he insulted him at one point, said he wants to buy a Chevy. That was the only moment that caused all this resentment in him. Well, it makes a lot of sense once you see the actual photo of the guy. Uh, at the end, because that is truly like I believe that Ford was like, we don't want a guy that looks like that driving our <laughs> fucking car. This man is disgusting, you know, uh, like because that I, I think you're right, though, that to stretch that one issue out for like two hours is t- it's not enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially when it's Christian Bale, because even when he's playing this this really, you know, hot headed guy, we like him because he's a really good actor. Uh, another yeah. thing that bothered me about how you said, like, they should just combine these two villains uh, I like I said, I don't want to say Josh Lucas is just inherently bad, but he's not as good as John Bernthal. And when he really starts cooking later in the movie, he takes all of Bernthal's lines. Yeah, and that's when we start just getting shots of Bernthal yeah, and needed, lines of this guy. Reverse that. Re- give Bernthal lines toward the end. Like yeah. what? What in the hell? Uh, I did want to shout out my favorite uh, race. Which is actually not Lamont. I thought Lamont was great. Is it Daytona? The Daytona. It's Daytona because he is set on fire right before Daytona, like immediately before. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And his kids like talking to that uh, mechanic guy, like, "Well, Daddy didn't set fire, did he?" <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, he didn't." But it's. I think it's like. I, I wonder if he's gonna die at the end of this movie. Yeah. Daytona was so. <laughs> I'm about to go in on yeah, that like whole this, thing. I, 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 I'm waiting for that. You do. Yeah. You give your I own thing about I wonder if he'll die Daytona. in front of his son later. <laughs> <Right>? Daytona was so. 
<laughs> like, of course. It was so gripping because you had just seen his fucking car explode and it goes directly into the race. Mm-hmm. So that tension carries you through that whole sequence and it just it, it propels you so that you don't know if this dude is about to fucking explode again yeah because because especially because the heavy uh you know the heavy hinting that he's gonna die we were like well maybe he dies at daytona i don't know what happened right. at le mans <laughs> yeah. i have no clue so i exactly. I'm, I'm on the same page as you i really was thinking he could just die and it wouldn't like because we were pretty deep in the movie at that point, time-wise. I was like, yeah, he could die now. Makes yeah. sense. Or not even die, but, like, just be horrifically yeah, disfigured. disfigured. Yeah, yep, yep. have something bad happen. And then, like, Shelby has to take the reins and he <laughs> dies, too. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard attack. Okay, so we're talking about the dying. So I just have to skip ahead. I, I'm sorry. What a- crazy choice so, for this movie. So I mean it's real this life. is why and this is why I kind of the more and more I think about it, I hate the family in general that they have them there. Cause the only reason that they exist is so that you care at the very end whenever he dies. Yeah, yeah. Which you get the shot of the hat. Man, <laughs> one yeah, we have the whole like everything is it's like the most like first base level of setups and payoffs just yeah. and everything else in this movie is a little bit more there's more thought put into it but it felt it feels cheap in those moments where then he goes and he explodes and you're like oh man huh i really don't think that he's going to survive two major explosions <laughs> right. in the car like i think that he's definitely dead now yeah, yeah. And, and his son being there was mad corn it's like, so and damon like looking at him like looking back that it felt <laughs> oh. like a it felt like a disney <laughs> moment in this movie like it felt like something yeah. where you're like this isn't real life like yeah. it took me out of the movie and then it makes it so like i resent the poorly written family scenes even more cuz you're like oh this was just so surface level that we have to add a family and a young boy in here yeah. so that I give half a shit about this person if he dies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but will it's say... not trusting the actor because I think that Bale does enough heavy lifting on his own that I would still care if he died if I didn't have a family. For, mm-hmm. If he didn't have a family. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it, it's just... Like, I wasn't even that annoyed when he died in the moment because at that point I was like, it's almost inevitable. I was just annoyed with all the hinting more than anything. Like, I was annoyed that whole scene where his son is breaking down the logistics of fire retardant suits. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is definitely not going to happen to my daddy, right? Like, of course, like, come on. You know, but I will say, though, after he died, I did like the scene with Damon and the kid. On yeah. the street. Yes. I, I like Well, I like Damon. Damon Damon's moment. great. Wait, yeah, Damon one, is great. One thing about that scene. So he's holding the wrench. And I he's, thought, I thought, oh, this is going to be nice. It's going to be like a whole like payoff to the whole movie. And then the kid is like, I remember that I, wrench. Yeah, I remember that wrench you from Act it. 1. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. How would you know it's that the is, same That wrench. is just a like, wrench. It's just a wrench. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. like have blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I, there's there's so many of those like little <laughs> moments in the movie where I'm like, you are so close. You it they, yeah. they literally could not cross the finish yeah. line. Like yeah. it they quite <laughs> they literally they just slowed down. You were like right there, you're killing it. It's going so well for yeah. you, and then you just kind of yeah. fucking Yeah, because I, I, I honestly thought like it would be perfect to get this kid to be like what you doing with that wrench? Yeah. And then have Matt Damon like really like bring it home with another yeah. big speech. Maybe maybe he's like, well, I busted my bike chain. Could you fix it with that wrench? That would be very symbolic, Mr. Damon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and it, dunking another, all over this fucking kid. <laughs> another thing. Also, that, you're making him talk like he's like three and yeah, a half years a old. Like boy. he's. <laughs> I'm not I don't I'm not good at British boy. I'm good at little toddler American. Anyway, another kind of funny thing about that scene is him kind of just looking at the wife and being like, "Ah, eh, it's not worth it." And just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he's not- like he like looks at me and he's like, "What's your name again?" Yeah. <laughs> You're still in here? I'm just I'm just gonna go. I'm just gosh. gonna go. I was in love gonna gonna with your husband. Here. I really wanted to bone him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any of his like underwear that I can take or <laughs> There's wait, a l- wait the the acting of him like being really tear eyed, good and acting. getting in the car and like shaking it off. That's the Oscar right there, man. So Go that- for it, man. 
That's why. That's what I'm just saying. Is that that it's almost one thing that I do hold a little bit against this movie. Is that like it does make me. I just feel like there was so much meat left on the bone with this movie for me. Ex- well, I it's mean, still a good movie. The, the but... question becomes, uh, like, because you know the irony comes into play of this metaphor of making a film being what yeah. the movie's about. Was it different, and then it, it got noted, or was this his unadulterated vision? What do you think? Because Oof, Mangold has clout. He's been heralding this as his movie. Mangold right. also did, it, but he didn't write the script. That's he's true. He's not a writer. That's so. very true. So I, I w- imagine that these two writers aren't the only people who. Well, had I was a trying. Say. I was trying to look on Wikipedia to see like how long this project has been in production, and there's not a lot of detail. I mean. All it says. I don't think. I think that this was kind of like a blank check thing for, for him. For Mangold. That, for Mangold. That they it were says like, that he wanted Cruz and Pitt. Wow. Yeah. That's a different movie. Who's, Man, that is. So Pitt is the Pitt would Brit? Be, yeah, Pitt would be the British dude. Because Cruz. Well, God, I don't know. I think Tom Cruise would be great as Carol Shelby, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I, I think, want. Give me Oscar level Cruise. I again. think 90s Cruise before we knew that he was not a human. You know, but like Carol Shelby has too much soul, and he had a lot of soul in the '90s. But in so, the 2000s, I don't think he that's has true. So Matt Damon's script, so much of an everyman. The script existed this. first before Mangold joined the project, and it was originally written by a guy named Jason Keller. Okay, so then it was given to two writers to of Butters big movies. Wars. Okay, and they were probably the well, ones. There was another it's not director. based on anything though, right? This is an no, original screenplay. Original screenplay, okay. yeah. It was. Attached to another director named Joseph Kaczynski, who has who made Tron Legacy, <laughs> Oblivion, and Ooh. is working on the upcoming Top Gun Maverick. Oh shit! Here we go. I These love are, this guy. This, so this is this a guy. lot of big what ifs, though, because yeah. just Pitt and Cruise alone is really. I'm. Tr- I can't decide who should be who. Even when w- when you hear Bale and Damon, you're like, oh, Damon's the Southern man, <laughs> you yeah. know, not Bale. That's true. Tom Cruise could play like the crazy British dude. Well, yeah, because Tom Cruise is less likable than Brad Pitt inherently. Like at this point in their lives, yeah. At I'd, a certain point, he was super likable as a guy trying to make something happen. And Brad Pitt but... was kind of the dude who was like he was attractive, but like kind of unhinged a little bit in his '90s career. Yeah, that's it's, it's really that's so interesting. Like, yeah. just a whole different... And then also, the fact that it was written by one person who, like... He could, that could have just been a guy who wrote it for, like, a Sundance workshop. That's how a lot of movies start, is, like, it's for some screenwriting workshop. And then, you know, right. it gets passed up, like, oh, you won the contest, so now we're gonna go ahead and just take the script from you, buddy? <laughs> well, it's it's fascinating to think, like, what are the things from his version yeah. that stayed true, and what are the things that were added by these other two people? Like exactly, I don't, I don't know. Well, because we'll these know. these guys, it's not like they're our tour writers. Like they write big movies. Yeah. they wrote a James Bond, so I would assume they added set pieces. They wrote, you know. Oh, I was about to say they wrote Night and Day, but I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> um. All right. Any other thoughts on Ford versus Ferrari? It's Ford boys? v F- Ferrari. Okay. Um. I think it, it's a good movie. Yeah, I think we, we like I will we say, dunked on it for a little while. I know because there are just things that are funny about it. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, but I mean that it, it's very like old school in that way that it feels. I mean, you said that it's like a cable movie, and this is a classic cable movie. Like yeah. if this if T, well, I mean, I feel like it'll still eventually get picked up, but this is like a classic TNT movie. Like I could easily just see this playing on yeah, TNT. Ex- that's what all I'm saying. All the time. Hey, this is the scene where he's talking um, to his son. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, it's I'll, like it seems like it's like a it's feature rewatchable. rewatchables kind of a thing. I will say, I do think this movie is going to get plenty of Oscar love. We'll and see. I don't know, man. I think that it because I think that this is Maybe going to sound? scratch. Could do sound. I think it's going to get acting. I think it's going to do sound. I think that it has a best picture chance. I think that because if you think about what we have the nominees this year right yeah. now between like. Jojo Rabbit and Parasite and yeah. it's a lot of more niche movies and I think that there is going to be there is still that older fan base that's just going to want something that's just like I just want a fun time yeah the and this is a good movie it's so, it's a good movie <laughs> well it, it's doing really well among mass audiences yeah like mo- it, it didn't do like huge numbers I mean 30 mil is like pretty damn good it's not massive but the people that are seeing it's good it, for like a mid-November release, though. Right, and there's no like big like Marvel movie or anything right now. And so it, I think that it, there might be from now until like I guess Thanksgiving is in two weeks. 
So it'll probably like have, as they say, it'll have legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, next week they they're Frozen going up two. against Frozen Two, but that's a different audience than this movie. Completely Knives Out yeah. is the week after. Or is Knives Out is? This I'm kind of worried that Knives Out is not going to make. Knives Out money. might not be a huge budget. I'm, you movie. know, this is more. I, but I do yeah. think that you're right that this will have legs. I mean. To your point, it doesn't really mean anything, but this does have a 92% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, Spoilers, meaning that we, most people really like this movie. We did get a chance to see Knives Out, and I think that movie is way better than this, but I don't know yeah. if people will care, it's though. It's, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it depends on, you know, we don't, it's not like we like watch TV. We don't know how much ads push right. it's getting from the studio. It, there are a lot of factors at play that we can't predict. I, I will say... I love that movie, and I really like this one. Uh, I I would call this a good movie that is a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun. Right? Yeah. I had fun. It's a very good movie, and it's a great time to watch it. I mean, unfortunately, uh, for a movie that I liked more than this movie, that is also a 20th Century Fox movie, Ad Astra, that came out a month ago, I think that if... I mean, not talking about Fox Searchlight, I think that 20th Century Fox is going to put more of its eggs in the fa- Ford versus Ferrari basket. I almost said the Fast versus Furious basket. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> then they will in Ad Astra, unfortunately. I mean, this is the better Fast and Furious movie that was released this year. Ad versus Astra. Sorry, but Adam, friend of the pod. It is uh, the worst 1960s California throwback movie, though. Also, yeah. I <laughs> I did not enjoy the lack of Vin Diesel in this movie. That's true. Give me yeah, more zero of it. I think that Vin could have played both parts <laughs> he could have at the least been josh lucas's character <laughs> i mean if what just, if we uh slow down if they're already gonna make lee iacocca like ripped as jay barenthal just go to the next level make him make him the fucking rock like let's go all right well that's another one for the boomers they just keep winning don't they even if they have to slow down to get no, there. you know just I, got I canceled saw... by boomers that oh. are listening to podcasts. No, I I saw this movie and I said, "Okay, boomers." Yeah, you know, yeah. like, "Oh, okay, boomers." And I like, said, <laughs> "I said, okay, boomers." <laughs> well, that's an okay boomer right there. <laughs> I yeah, never. Bye. <laughs>